You're listening to the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast, the show that guides you on your holistic lifestyle journey to a healthy body, mind, and soul aligned with nature. Hello and welcome to episode number 34 of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about using the moon's energy to manifest and to make changes in your life because um, the moon is a very powerful thing that we are connected to and this is something that's going to really appeal to the spiritual people that are listening people that really enjoy the spirit side of holistic wellness because it really can affect all parts of your life Um, you can do manifesting and you know improving your life you can plant your garden according to the moon Um, it's it's a very powerful way to work with the moon So I recently learned that long ago, it was actually normal for people to improve their lives in many ways by living in alignment with the moon and and manifesting with the moon. Nowadays, this is something that you only hear about um, like Wiccans and pagans doing this, but I think it should be more widely accepted. If everyone just understood how much the moon affects us and learned how to work with it rather than live in discordance with it, I think our lives would run much smoother. We would also be able to make the changes that we want in our lives much easier. So the moon affects us a lot. Um, Long ago, farmers used the lunar calendar to plant their crops according to the moon cycles. Also, women's menstrual cycles are often synced up with the moon. The moon also controls the Earth's tides because women are humans are over half water so it's only natural that we should live our lives in sync with the moon in order to benefit from its energy you might have heard that on full moons there is more crime this is because in the phase leading up to the full moon and three days after emotions and feelings are increasing in intensity and of course that leads to more extreme behaviors so How can you work with the energies of the moon's phases? So I'm going to talk about the phases of the moon and there are actually eight or or nine if you consider this one that I'm going to talk about. But basically there's two energy cycles that you need to pay attention to that really make most of the difference. This is, if you're going to learn anything from this episode, let it be this. The first half of the moon cycle is all about building energy creating and doing things and then the second half is all about resting and receiving and just being i think it's a beautiful example of how life ebbs and flows because nature isn't constantly pushing all the time it's not always creating it's creating and then resting and humans should be the same after you know the song everybody knows that song um I forget who sings it, but a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to reap, a time to build up, and a time to break down. This is how we manifest with the moon phases, by understanding the correct times to do the correct things. And this is one of the best examples of living in alignment with nature. So let's start with the phases of the moon. So I'm going to begin with the new moon. Um, This is when... So this is going to depend on what source you learn from, but some people say that the new moon is when the moon is completely dark in the sky and you can't see it. 
Um, some people say this is called the dark moon because I th this 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 is what I believe, and I like to say that the dark moon is the moment where you can't see anything, and that doesn't last very long. I think it only lasts a couple of hours, maybe half a day. Um, and then the new moon is when a tiny sliver begins to light up, just barely see it. Either way, whatever way works for you, this phase covers a period of a few days in either direction. So you can use this energy regardless of whether or not you um, acknowledge the dark moon. I just like the dark moon because uh, it's it symbolizes stillness and I think everybody needs that one day out of the month or even half a day you know like whenever there's a dark moon I spend that night doing more um, sitting around I mean it sounds lazy but I think we need to be in stillness once a month and it's the perfect day for it um, so I, I just really love that night that's my favorite moon phase um, so then if you do consider the new moon everything that and forward then this is the time when it, it, it signifies new beginnings dreaming up new ideas and making intentions and hoping for the future this is the moon phase where you want to dream about your goals and intentions it's the best time to start any new project especially the planning you don't have to take action right now although all you really have to do at this point is get clear on your goal. This could include a lot of meditation and contemplation in stillness so you can hear the messages of your soul. I believe this is really important to do and what better time to um, you know, contemplate and meditate than this night of the year where everything is still, everything is dark. Um, I think this is a fun fact that I want to mention. The new moon actually used to be considered the first day of each month before there were calendars. I think this makes a lot of sense. And also, I think it would also make sense to start the new year either at winter solstice or the first day of spring because this is how the Greeks used to do it. But, you know, when you look at nature, there is no such thing as days. There's just the present moment evolving all the time and there's nature you know the sun it's basically all revolves around the sun and i think it would make more sense to start the new year when the sun is starting to come back so that's what the winter solstice is when after it has gone down as far as it can go on the horizon it starts coming back up and that's what brings summer to the northern hemisphere but i think also the first day of spring would be another good day to start the new year. However, you know, it, that's really up for debate and it's kind of a controversial thing. Of course, people nowadays are like, no, there's calendars. We have to follow the calendar. But that isn't how the farmers did it. They lived by nature. And, and I think that's something that I wish we could go back to, but I'm sure that'll never happen. <laughs> so I'm going to move on now to the next phase, which is the waxing crescent moon. This is when the energy is starting to build. So this is the time to begin taking action steps towards your goal. Um, contrary to what people were led to believe by the secret, you do need to take action in order to manifest correctly. We are in the earthly dimension where thought alone cannot create things. It's, it's the crucial first step though, but action is another crucial step. 
And then another crucial step is gratitude. So this is the time to be grateful and to take action. This is a time to look forward and not dwell on the past. This is a time to have patience and understand that nature doesn't rush, yet it still achieves what it needs to. This is a time for courage because taking action requires courage to go after your goals. So think of this as the time at the beginning of the year when spring, when everything is germinating underground. You can't see it, but nature is taking action and it's hard at work on the growth process. So then we get to the first quarter moon, which is when it's, some people call it the half moon. This is when you should continue taking action on your goals during this phase and watch out for challenges. You might be tested on how strong your commitment is. So this is not a time to slow down your efforts. The next phase is the waxing gibbous phase, which is what they call it when the moon is three quarters full. The momentum is picking up even more, so use that energy to continue focusing on action, make any adjustments that are necessary, refine and assess your goals to make sure this is something you want to continue. This is the moon phase where emotions begin to rise and they culminate on the full moon. So go easy on yourself if you feel more emotional during this time and kind of channel that energy into your goal. Continue to trust that the universe has your back. So then we get to the full moon and all the energy that has built up over the last two weeks can now be released. This is a good time to release that energy by dancing, spending time in nature under the full moon. You might also have some small wins to celebrate. You might feel extra emotional. So remember that as you navigate through your life that the emotions are normal and you know we're human we're supposed to have them so it's a good time to forgive people if you are doing any types of spells or rituals the best kind to do right now would focus on releasing or forgiving or simply surrendering so after the full moon the next phase is the waning gibbous waning means decreasing now it's time to relax regroup and open up to receive. This is also a time of acceptance. So if you have not reached your goals, simply accept the reality and know that you can try again at the next new moon. This phase marks the beginning of decreasing energy, waning energy. So for the next two weeks, it is best to focus more on being than doing. So this is a great time to focus more on self-care more than action. So then the next phase we get to is the third quarter. This is the same as the first quarter, only it's the other half of the moon that's lit up. And so this is when you're gonna go further into your resting phase by doing a lot of reflection. It's a great time to meditate and contemplate, re-evaluate re what went right and what didn't, and adjust your goal if necessary, and release anything that doesn't serve you. Because when you release things at this time, at this phase, you have the energy working on your side to help you release it. The next phase is the waning crescent phase. This is when you can dive deeper into yourself by doing more self-care, more resting, more going inward. This is the best time to meditate and write in a journal. Continue releasing what doesn't serve you and surrender to the universe. 
If your goal didn't happen yet, it wasn't meant to. This is also where patience is necessary. So if this sounds good to you and you want to start doing this, I have a journal that will help you to do this, basically. It's called Manifesting with the Moon Journal. It's only a few dollars. You can print as many copies as you need forever. Um, it's just pages. It's not dated. And so you can download them from my Etsy shop. I will leave a link in the show notes if you want to check that out. So to sum up this episode, like I said, if you learn anything from this, remember that the first half of the moon cycle, which goes for approximately 14 days, is the phase for creating and growth and writing down your intentions and taking action. The second half, approximately another 14 days, give or take, is for rest, going inward, assessing, assessor, I can't say it, assessing, journaling, and self-care. If you have limited time, you can focus just on the new moon and the full moon and this will be sufficient because not everybody is going to want to get this detailed about it because, you know, people get busy. I understand. These are just the two main phases that most people should work with would be the the new moon and the full moon um, as far as manifesting. The others are just supportive and they, they just help you dive deeper into sinking with the moon. But I really think you can get by with just honoring the full moon and the new moon. This is a great way to feel in alignment with with nature. And, you know, a lot of people that are spiritual or, you know, pagans and Wiccans, like I say, people that are into the earth religions, they really get into the moon. And I think it's something that I, I it makes me sad that, you know, so many people don't even look at it. You know, it's it's such an awesome thing to think that the earth has this other little body that rotates around it and affects it. It affects everybody. It affects the energy of the earth. You know, the gravitational pull, it pulls and pushes on the earth, you know. So it's it's something that I think everybody um, could benefit from if they can get themselves in alignment with the moon. So... That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it on social media or consider donating. To keep up with everything that I'm doing, you can find all my links at holisticlifestyleguide.com. Thank you again, and I will see you next time.